0: Hey everybody this is Heidi St. John thank you for joining me today at the busy mom podcast many of you were listening last Monday when I interviewed my friend Gwen Smith about her new book I want it all and she has joined me again today so I'm really really happy that she took the time to do that Gwen can you hear me I can hear you I love this phone thing it's like having you in my in in studio with me (laughs) only not Exactly. It's awesome. I love technology. And we're hoping that our iPhones cooperate with us and that the technology cooperates. And my handsome hunk of engineering husband over there is um, enjoying himself, which I can tell that he is because he has a fellow musician on the line, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I know. So we need. I was telling him, I'm like, I, I'm telling you guys, you get together and play guitars and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be totally awesome. We'll bring out the, the like 1980s, um, you know, rock and roller in everybody. Is really, totally. And you guys can use my bathroom. There you go. Right. And we've told you anytime <laughs> we're in your neck of the woods, that's what we'll do. We'll Just swing by for a bathroom break, you know, hang out, have some coffee. It'll be good. Um, we Perfect. left off last time talking about um, how women can uh, bridge the gap between the promises of God in their everyday life. So I'm thinking about um, the parents who are listening to this, especially the, the parents who are feeling overwhelmed. So, you know, I'm thinking mm-hmm. whenever I think of an overwhelmed mom, I think of myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right? We all sort of, it's sort of subjective, the whole like overwhelmed mom thing. But I think, you know, of especially of the mom who's surrounded by, you know, little kids and diapers and she's thinking, she's yeah. feeling like she's never going to, never gonna get out of this season of her life. You know, it feels like she's sort of fallen into the rabbit hole. And then there's the mom who has, you know, the teenagers and the kid who used to tell her that she looked really pretty. And you know, I really like your sweater, mom. Now she came comes down the stairs in the morning, and the kids like, "Why are you wearing that sweater?" You know? And rolls the eyes. And exactly, rolls your yeah. eyes, right? And so she's <laughs> making that sort of rough transition from my kid thinks <laughs> I'm amazing to my kids embarrassed by me. You know. Um, And in the middle of that, I think it's really easy to lose sight of our walk with the Lord. It's easy to get caught up in the everyday demands of life. And uh, we said last time, you know, something that I have noticed as I travel and speak um, especially out on the road during a political season because um the uh, the tension in the air in this country is so thick you can cut it with a knife right now. Yeah, And yeah. I think that we've we um we tend to push the most important thing, which is our our relationship with the Lord and being in His word every day and accessing the power of God through prayer and through His word, we tend to push that to the back burner. And, um, yeah. and I love to sit here and tell you, Gwen, that I'm amazing at it. And I never, and I never, <laughs> you know, I never wake up and, and don't open my Bible, you know? <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, yeah. it's a struggle. And I just want to know, um, you know, you, you know, you're this amazing woman with these amazing, um, super athlete, um, engineered children. <laughs> <laughs> and you write music, and you travel, and you speak. And I just really, can, I just want to know if you can lay it on the line with me for just a second. And I'm going to ask you: Do you find too that you that even though the Lord's called you to this, that it's often a struggle for you to make time to get into the Word? One hundred percent. I mean, come on! I feel I so actually, much better right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel better.
1: Absolutely. And and you know what? And you said I love technology. That's one of the reasons I love my iPhone is that Bible app. I can seriously, if yep. I messed up and I'll be driving going, Lord, I'm so sorry I didn't sit with you this morning. But you know what? I'm going to listen to First Corinthians right now while yeah. I'm driving. And yeah. I love that I can do that. And, and God redeems my time. But yeah. honestly, Heidi, that's really, that's one of the the, the catalysts of, of this book. I actually say in the first chapter, I, um, I talk about this situation. I don't know about your house, but one of my favorite parts of the day when my kids were younger was bedtime. And I, not yeah. because they left my presence and the house was calm, which was nice. But um, <laughs> That's a no, bonus. I know. It's a little bonus. <laughs> but it was actually because um, I got to kind of see into a special window of their heart mm-hmm. when we're praying and mm-hmm. when we're talking about their day and listening. And so Brad and I, my husband and I, we loved that time. It was always very special. And we mm-hmm. still actually don't say this to anybody else this is our secret. our podcast, our podcast secret our podcast
0: secret our kids in. <laughs> Yeah and the women know that what happens uh, on the podcast stays on the podcast yes. All right go Nobody ahead Gwen Your secret's safe teachers, no one's going to hear it My teenagers will kill me but um <laughs>
1: but no so when they were little one day I had I was uh walking to tuck in Kennedy she is my youngest and she's now 15 but I, but as soon as I walked into her room she she had just learned how to braid her own hair mm. and you know how that big this is a big deal for girls right Yeah so, right She had this bob, and and so her bangs were all in length, and she was braiding them, and she she looked at me when I walked in, and she's like, Mom, I know what I want to do when I grow up. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be good. So I sat down (laughs) on the edge of the bed, and I'm like, tell me. And she goes, I want to be a nutritionist. (laughs) I... Yeah, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. And I had to stifle my giggle and be like, no way, that is so exciting. I was like, so tell me about that. I said, you mean that you wanted to do women's hair, maybe their makeup, and make them look really pretty, help them with style and fashion? She's like, yes. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's so exciting. Isn't that fun? And I was like, but I think the cool thing about this word that you just made up, because the actual word is beautician, I was like, but the cool thing is that you threw in nutritionist, which is someone who is concerned about the wellness of someone on the inside and what really goes on. And I'm like, look, if you combine that, if you help women be, you know, (laughs) throw it down and cool it on the outside and help them to, to, the inside core matters. What really matters on the inside, then you are going to rock it for Jesus. And that would be amazing. And so we just, I was like, I want to be a nutritionist. Too. And we kind of had a little high five. For and it was so cute. And I, I knew, Heidi, that I had to leave her room and go write that word down immediately or it so would be awesome. gone. I, my brain, my, Kennedy actually calls me Dory. Remember from Nemo? <laughs> no, short, <laughs> no short-term no short memory. So yeah. I have to go write things down. Yeah, so I'm writing yeah. it down. And I'm laughing and I'm giggling about it and writing it in my journal. And it's one of those moments where God kind of taps me on the heart. Because you he see that to me sometimes just kind of like, yes. you know, hello. Hello. And, hello. <laughs> let me tell you something. And it was that she wasn't really telling me about her career. What she's telling me is she has big dreams for yes. her. life, And she yeah. really wants it to be filled with good things and beauty. And and I was like, oh, my goodness. That's that's true of all of us. But what yeah. I had... I I just wondered in that moment, because again, you connect that in my home to the mission of of my ministry, which is to help women think big thoughts about God and and to be inspired in both His grace and truth. How many of us have Mm. stopped dreaming big dreams for our life? Mm -hmm. How many of us have stopped pursuing Christ passionately because life's living us? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we can't even, you know, get past the surface of the water, Mm -hmm. let alone thinking about you know trekking on mm-hmm. to that island promise that we mm-hmm. read about the Word of God so that mm-hmm. was really you know because because I do I, I say that you know in chapter one and and you we laugh about you know not having that time in the mm-hmm. word and, and yeah. feeling like a constant failure right in chapter one I actually say <laughs> I say so if your life is filled with like um if your faith isn't struggling if your walk with Christ is like the strongest ever been, and you have no struggles, then you go ahead and donate this book to your church library <laughs> and email me for a refund. And I'm like, nope, just kidding on that one. Like, um, you know, but that's this is not your book. This, yeah. is, this is an in-the-trenches book yeah. with, very, with a really, very real and flawed author who mm. does not speak from a, pa- a platform of perfection, mm-hmm. but from just the ground of grace. Mm-hmm. And... And I, but I also have dreams, and I think that it's about um, dusting off a few heart dreams, and mm-hmm. the, you know, this book is, I Want It All is, is sectioned off into three different sections. It's like, what does that look like? First of all, it has to start off with foundational, the faith. I mean, it has to be yep. all the faith, and, yep. and what are the promises of God's Word? How can we connect our heart to yeah. to believe more, to trust more, and it really is rooted in the character of God and mm-hmm. knowing Him? And then the second section is all the power. I mean, goodness gracious! How many of us are? I mean, I'm always weary, exhausted, and stressed out. I mean, I'm yeah. just like, Lord. Right. Yeah. So, but I need to remember who I am, mm-hmm. and I always. Um, I'm,
0: I'm talking a lot here. Sorry about that. No, Hi. I'm glad like, that you please. are. No, this is great. Hey, girl! When I believe talk- me. I have seven kids. I can interrupt you. Carry on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you and I both grew up in the '70s, so we're going to yep. laugh about this together. But there was a really, really strong woman who used to come on my TV every week, hey. and I just sit. Down to watch her because little Diana Prince was an average, ordinary girl <laughs> who, you know, had these normal, average, mundane lives. But then there would be a situation, and what would happen is she knew how to access her power. And then, of course, we see Wonder Woman. Yes. And it was amazing. Hello. And she had all these tools. She had all these tools. Yep. Think about it. She had those The kittens, lasso. Yeah. Yeah. The lasso help, helped her um, to discern truth, it yep. was it was, it demanded it. Yeah, I mean, she had these kick and red boots that helped her run faster, jump higher. Yep. she had the tiara, which was yep. actually a boomerang.
0: So important, you know?
1: come on, <laughs> I know, right? So and then she had um those those wicked gold bands that were often yes. bracelets, and they defended her against attacks from the enemy. Yep. so you talk about her being equipped. And I, I do not talk about Wonder
0: Woman in the book, but I could. Um, <laughs> you totally could. You know, you I know, always I use know. the example of the Wonder Twins. You know, right? Oh, my right? The
1: Wonder Twin Powers. Exactly. Yeah. You were never alone. There no, <laughs> they're never alone.
0: And this is my great illustration for marriage because I'm always saying, look, you know, you guys are like the Wonder Twin Powers. Wonder Twins could not get anything done unless they spoke the words and they had physical contact. Right? Oh, right? I love it. Wonder That's Twin so awesome. Powers activate, woman. Yeah, see, that's it. And so
1: anyway, the second section of the book is all the power. Because I think sometimes we get trapped in our Diana Prince. Yeah. And we forget that we have access to all the power we need for every situation that yep. throws
0: us off. Yeah, that's right. And then,
1: and then the, the final section of the book is all the impact. Because mm. this is not about us. It is about Mm -hmm. our impact on what we've been commissioned to in the world. And this is what Jesus, this was so important to Jesus, that before he left this earth and and was taken up into heaven, Mm -hmm. the last thing he said is, listen, you're going to be my witnesses. Mm -hmm. You're going to be my witnesses in your Jerusalem, in your Judea, Mm -hmm. in Samaria, to the ends Mm -hmm. of the world. Listen, I've got a mission for you. And guess who he was talking to, Heidi? Average or Sinner. yeah, people who had like <laughs> crappy lives and were probably had some broken legs and yep. some difficult marriages yep. and um, some things that they're not happy and proud about from their past. And you were—they were not a crowd of perfect people. They were a crowd of people just like your name. Yes. They did, the, the Great Commission is not for the perfect among us because there mm-hmm. is no such thing. Mm-hmm. But we are all meant to have an impact, and so mm-hmm. this is kind of an awakening of the bride, if you will, mm-hmm. type of book. It's not a promise of. Uh, prosperity beyond that, that Mm -hmm. is deeply rooted in Christ. Mm -hmm. And that is prosperous. Well, and and there is everything.
0: That is where everything is. Ultimately, everything, all things are found in Christ and through him. And I think in a lot of times in the, in, you know, I love, I love to talk about faith and culture because they've, uh, they've collided in a way that I've never actually seen before in my life. And I Mm -hmm. think that a lot of Christians don't feel very powerful anymore. Because we yeah. feel marginalized. We feel, you know, we've been sort of shamed and going into the corner. You know, you're the person yeah. who has faith. So you can sit over there in the faith corner while the rest of the smart people carry on conversations. And well, and it's not even faith in general. It's Christian faith. Absolutely. That's absolutely right. And what I've seen happening, um, and especially, you know, um, when I'm traveling and, and talking to women, is that they feel they, they've they allowed a spirit of fear to come over Mm, them. And Paul said that God didn't give you a spirit of fear. He said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. God gave you power and love and a sound mind. And we have access to that through the person of Jesus Christ. You're getting me excited. And in John 15, (laughs) Jesus said, listen, these
1: guys that don't like me, they're not going to like you either. That's right. They're not for me. They're against me. And they're going to be against you. So don't be surprised. I mean, he's like saying, abide in me. Stay with me. Look it up, and he says yep. in verse eleven, "But I tell you this so that my joy might be in you, and my, mm. my your joy might be complete." Mm-hmm. We have this access to complete and full joy, mm-hmm. even though we're going to have adversaries, we're going to mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. imperfect times, but we have this invitation to abide, and that's really. The key to the power that we're longing mm-hmm.
0: for. Yeah, I love the, that, that Nehemiah that reminded feet. you know uh, reminded the people that the joy of the Lord was his strength. That we are supposed yes. to find strength. We're not supposed to be running around the culture, you know, like clowns with their hair on fire, afraid of what's coming. We're supposed okay. to be trusting and walking in the authority that God has given us as children of the living God. Amen.
1: And if the world does not see us having the peace of God, Mm -hmm. if the world does not see us having joy in our lives, why would they be attracted to our Jesus? And I mean, some of the women that I meet on weekends, they look like they were weaned on a dill pickle.
0: (laughs) That's a horrible picture. Wait, I'm going to wait a moment of silence for being weaned on a dill pickle. (laughs)
1: I mean, that is not God's plan for us. No, it is not. That that does not mean that we're Pollyanna. We're not like throwing on a happy, Mm -hmm. a happy, you know, smile and just pretending everything's cool Mm -hmm. because life is hard. I mean, we've got really very legitimate struggles. I mean, my very best friend in the world has to go get a a breast biopsy Mm -hmm. tomorrow. I mean, she's got a bad MRI. I mean, that, so I'm on my knees for her. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's not, She's not going to throw on a plastic smile and pretend. Oh, this is so great! No Mm -hmm. big deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. But she's not in alone. Yeah, not in alone. You know, and.
0: Yeah. And the and Bible so says we don't grieve as people that don't have hope. And I think it's exactly. all right. It I, actually, I'm a huge believer in crying it out. You know, I just think the Lord yes. understands that the Bible says that, that God actually captures our tears in a bottle, that he understands our sorrows, that he's acquainted yeah. with grief. And I think he understands even our legitimate grief at, at what's happening in the culture. But he yeah. says that we don't I, grieve as people without hope because we know that at the end that, the, that we don't, we already know how the story ends, right? We yeah. know that we're destined to win this thing, that God is going to come back someday and he's going to make all things right. And our job in the meantime is to serve him with our whole heart to stand out, to yeah. live lives that are different. We talked about this last week at the podcast, you know, what that, that what's happening so often in our lives as Christians that we are not living lives that are pleasing to the Lord in our private lives. Right. Right. So we can go to church and have a good, you know, put on a good, you know, have a good talk or whatever. But then in our private lives, we're allowing ourselves to watch things on Netflix that we probably shouldn't be watching. We're going to be having a little too much wine with our dinner. And we're not, you know, and we're not listening to that, to that still small voice of the Holy Spirit who's saying, be holy, like I am holy. If we want to access the power of God, it starts with a personal repentance and a commitment to living the way that Jesus asked us to live. And it's. I think it's really, really important what you just said about being honest with our emotions. And I talk mm. actually about
1: that in my book, Broken Into Beautiful. Mm. Um, and I really evaluate the character and person of Hannah. Mm. And that's one of the things um, where I will occasionally teach on that session when I'm out doing women's conferences. Because the one thing I love about Hannah is that, first of all, she had some difficult circumstances. She was in an icky situation mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, she had right. this, you know, this chick this pushing her buttons every of the day. Dude, I could not I have know. done
0: that. I really could not. Oh, have. my goodness. Yeah. No,
1: no, no, no. I know. No, I'm no, no. But no. she handled it with dignity and with with courage. But but what when she went into the presence of God, it says that she poured her soul out. And I always think, you know what? What she was, that she was... She was emotionally engaged. She mm-hmm. was honest with how she really felt. Mm-hmm. And then she was spiritually surrendered. There yeah. was, there was this alignment that took place when she poured out her soul. The yes. Lord filled her with His peace, and yep. we see the difference. And it's such yes. an amazing change. Our, our lives should be changed in His presence mm-hmm.
0: naturally. That's, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, I have loved this. I've let this go um, three minutes over. So, so all the busy moms are like, hey, I probably didn't even notice, right, that I've gone over <laughs> because you are so full of the spirit, Gwen. And it's so exciting mm-hmm. for me just to be able to have to just get a glimpse. And I know for our listeners, it'll be true too, just get a glimpse into your heart. I want to remind listeners before um, I end this podcast that you can be found at Gwensmith.net. Um, mm-hmm. and your book is found at I want it And also, um, your publisher, David C. Cook has asked you to write a soundtrack for the book, right? Because you're just gifted like that. You know, I was like, to just, <laughs> this is just, a, you know, all of you women who are like, wah, wah, what else does she do? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know this woman you have such a humble heart and the first time I met you so uh, was so blessed and encouraged uh, by your heart for women and your heart for the Lord and it's exciting to see you dreaming in God, um, mm. and God and the gifting and passion that God's put into you to bless women so tell uh, our listeners about where they can find and how they can download that soundtrack that you've written
1: the soundtrack is actually three songs that coordinate with the three sections of the book. Mm-hmm. And it is going to be a free gift with everyone who buys the book the first uh, 30 to 60 days that it's released. So right. it releases March 1st. So if y'all hurry up and head to com, there's a link to be able to get your freebie. And actually, if it. you... Um, there's a Bible study component in the back of the book, so it's perfect for small groups and church groups. I'm actually teaching it as a woman's Bible or a woman's Sunday school class at my church starting next week. Awesome. Um, yeah, so it's, and, and you can do it with friends. It's, it can be a BFF thing. But, but anyway, so if you go to I want it we can connect you with your free downloads. If you, all you have to do is, is input your receipts and it's easy peasy. And then after that, um, after the first 60 days of the release or so, um, when the freebie dissolves, um, the songs will be available on iTunes and everywhere digital music is sold and it's just it'll be under the I want it all sunset, well I'm so. excited
0: because I've heard your music and it's beautiful and I know that these women are going to be blessed so those of you who are listening um, get out there I will link to Gwen's all of the things that you just heard us talk about I will link to in the show notes today and uh, you can feel free I'm sure to message uh, Gwen on her website but I want to thank you Gwen for for being here for your heart for the Lord for taking the time I know how much time and effort goes into writing a book and so I want to thank you for sharing with what God's doing in your life. I know it's been a huge encouragement to me, and I'm sure it's going to be encouraging to the thousands of women who are listening to the podcast. Well, thank you, Heidi. It's been a blast. And um,
1: that was just an honor to be able to chat with you about it. And um, I hope you all have an awesome day and
0: awesome week. Thank you, Gwen. Hey, everybody, we'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.